Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. Hey guys, what's up? Amir Ryder here for our, our second episode of the Transform Life series of our Transform Sales Podcast. And I uh, brought on our co-host, Eddie Bejo, to be with us with Rocky Watson, founder of Fragrance. Rocky, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, everybody? What's up, Amir? What's up, Eddie? I'm pretty happy hey, uh, nice to have you. I'm pretty, I'm not jealous of uh, Eddie's Northeast Long Island home, but your blue lights are kind of cool. So I got to, I got to set that up after uh, for, for everybody listening, you know, at CloudTask, we have a marketplace. We help buyers and sellers of sales services. Raki is actually a, a hiring buyer who actually came to our marketplace and is looking to hire freelancers. I had an awesome conversation with him yesterday uh, where he shared with me some facts about how sales has changed his life and how he's a 34 year old founder of a company. It was also impacting his life. So I said, Raki, why don't we do a, a live show so we, that we can help people show them what's up and actually tell them the, the real deal about sales and how it, it can, and how it can impact your life. Uh, before we get into that, simple, simple introduction. Love for you to tell everybody who you are and maybe a cool fact about yourself that they would not know. Good deal. So I'm Raki Watson. I'm the founder of Freight Grunts. Um, we are a 3PL tech and technology company. Um, fun fact about myself, I'm a military veteran. I'm army veteran. Um, I served six years in the reserve um, and I did transportation in the army. Um, so I got a little bit of the government taste as well as the civilian taste when I worked for Garda Logistics and other uh, civilian uh, sector companies. So um, I come with a little bit of diversity, but I did um, work both of these um, avenues on civilian and government while in college. So in undergrad, on up until I started graduate school, I was doing both. So I was able to kind of taste a little bit of, of logistics on the government and civilian sector. So that's a little fun fact about myself. Awesome. So, so protecting our, our civilian, not only you're providing sales jobs, but you're protecting our citizens for years. I love it. Uh, talk to me about how you got into sales jobs. Many people listening, right? They're, they're, they're maybe in sales. They don't know how to get promoted and move up. Maybe they're scared of sales, right? So what, what, what was your story? What was your path? How did you get into sales? Sure. So in my early, when I was actually in um, community college, I worked for a call center. So when that call center was like a 411 um, type vibe. So um, I kind of like did not succeed at, at that part of the 411. Um, set, like the 411, the, the call center vibe, right? Because I always wanted, we, you had quality assurance. So I always wanted to do things my way. My way didn't work. So after that, I kind of branched into other sales, like door-to-door -door sales, just like trying to hustle. Did you ever sell vacuums door-to-door? -door? I sold vacuums door-to-door. -door. So I wasn't selling vacuums door-to-door. -door. It was just like, it was whether it was cable, uh, then one of my close friends was doing knives. Knives, yes, cutco. All, all different type things, right? So then I went to, when I was in my first year, I went to um, North Carolina A&T. Um, North Carolina Agriculture and Technical State, which is in Greensboro, North Carolina. But I went to Gifford Technical Community College and I was working at Burger King. So I was working at Burger King from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. And then I had an eight, eight o'clock class. Right. So I picked up sales along between like from the community college and then also from like the, the, the businesses that I was trying to make ends meet. Right. I was a, coming from a single parent household um, and then I was just picking up on skills. I always had the gift of gab. But however, I had to have a company that believed in me. So I was just like picking up little startup companies. And then believe it or not, 
Burger King gave me a little bit of just like coming in, moving, doing things like that. Right. So I was basically making my money off of hours at Burger King, um, learning my sales skills through self-taught and other little small companies. Just going from there. No, th- this is why I had to bring you on the show, right? Because a lot of people listening, you know, there, there, there's thousands of people in our freelance community, and and they they look at a 34 year old founder, right? And they're like, okay, this guy, you know, probably went to like Harvard, his books, good school. He was given the business, you know, they they are many people across the world are are in a way stuck in a call center, and and by I mean stuck, just you know, making ends meet and not necessarily happy to career, right? So it's very rare that they actually hear the true story of you could start in a call center you can work at burger king and by 34 you can be an owner right of a highly successful company like my brother worked at mcdonald's and he's a chief technology officer in multiple companies so these are the stories that people don't hear right and they just they just kind of assume that i'm in a call center and and this is this is my my destiny right or i'm working at burger king and and people should know that these jobs Every, any job you have, you hold your head up high, give 110%, and and what comes from it is greatness, right? I'm like, you too, guys, anybody listening, you can have an awesome blue light, Rob Grecky, and doing live chats with your boys, helping right. people in five years. Uh, I'll pass the mic to, to Eddie. I know Eddie's got some questions for you. For yeah, sure. thank you, Amir. Yeah, there's a lot of people that hate on these, um, let's say, low-income jobs, but in reality, when you work for those type of companies, they have processes that you can learn from. And you mentioned, hey, I early started with logistics, and I've seen that a lot of people reach sales through many different journeys. Your, yours was interesting. Now I have a question for you, which is, how has sales changed your life? Because it didn't seem like you were born, as Amir was saying, in a silver crib, all the opportunities. I have a company where I, it's my parents. I've grown here. No, you stumbled upon a business, an endeavor, something that led you to, hey, I need to learn about sales. Tell us a little bit about that and how has that changed your life? So... Um, I stumbled upon it and, and, and sales changed my life in, in, in different ways. So let me back up a little bit. I also own an e-commerce firearms business, right? And that is, that has been my, my baby for eight years now, right? So learning how to sell is, 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 is two ways. You got the system and you got the processes, right? But I was always taught you have to be personable no matter what. Okay. So let's talk. What, what does that mean? In order for someone to like you, whether it's face to face or on the phone, someone has to trust you. And I learned that through a lot of different companies. So um, when I was able to grow and mature through sales, it was just I always had the hunger. Sales is not a it's, it's, it's something that you either not necessarily born with it, but you could it's a it's, it's ongoing learning. It's ongoing learning. Right. Um, and, and, and it's all it's all about how you articulate yourself in the process. So when I had my e-commerce business, the biggest thing was is understanding that when I needed to close and I needed to answer questions that the customers want, I was looking at the buyer's journey later on. This person may not buy a, a, a product or service from me right now, but how can I connect them later on down the, the road? Um, so that was something that I learned and I stumbled upon. I hope that answered the question a little bit, Eddie. Yeah, it was interesting because you also mentioned something important that I've seen a lot of people on the fence think about, which is sales is not a sexy profession for a lot of people. When you're a kid, you're you're never like, I want to grow up being a salesman. You may think I want to be a policeman, uh, an astronaut. So 
sales does not have that sexy connotation, but you just mentioned something important, which is you don't have to be born a salesperson. You can learn these skills and, and it's not about being pushy, being old school, right? Wow. Do you know why, do you know why, do you know why sales doesn't have a sexy uh, attitude? Because that's how we, uh, we have workers. We, we don't teach them about how sales can set them free. We teach them right. to be afraid of sales. You will find right. a consistency in leaders. If they're not a technology leader who invented some 3D printing technology, they're usually a sales background. And guess what? If we taught everybody that, who's going to end up working all the other call center jobs? Right, right. Right? You so know, it's, a it's a deeper reason, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, what's, um, I read a book and I continuously read this book over and over. And I think a lot of people forget about one of the things that we want out of life. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about freedom. So I'm reading a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. And I continuously read that book over and over and over again. And I build upon that skill because I'm just now, I left a government job um, of four years just recently in the government sector. I left that job and it was all of a sudden, it was due to family conditions. It wasn't saying like, hey, I'm about to walk out and I'm about to just be on my own and I'm about to be just a, I own company. I own a company still in the, in, while working a government job. I built my firearm company while working a government job. So I was doing sales still while working a nine to five, then transitioning and still having a trucking company, then transitioning and building a brokerage. So sales has been able to plateau me in different forms, right? And I always tell my people when you come to my company, I'm not the person that looks high and look low. I'm not God. I will get on the phone. I will put my headset and my mic on and we will get down in the down the dirt, right? That's what I take pride into. Still being able to get in the mud with my people and we're gonna close a deal. And you still can have that deal, but I wanna get in the, the mud and let you know that no matter till my casket closed, I'm always gonna be a salesman and I'm always gonna be able to be hungry for those deals. Salesmen and saleswomen are hunters. So so anybody listening to that, like like how is you know, Eddie asked how did sales transform your life, right? Look, if you talk deeper, right? I think it's it's the rejection that comes from sales, right? And I think that rejection that comes from sales, it almost kind of like heals like a like a like your like a like your muscles like keep getting ripped apart and get bigger right and 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 what you're really saying is that that had impacted your that that impact on your life basically strengthened your personal relationships your business relationships right so it's like what got you here with sales right and then what getting you there is the fact that you didn't forget your roots of working 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 hard right and that's your leadership of style of course Course. Objection and rejection is something that um, it, it comes with the process. Like one of the things that I just I just told someone that I was hired from um, the platform, and um, I they asked me they, they I had a, a freelancer ask me this: What is the um, what is the what is the objection or rejection rate right now of your company? Right? They wanted me to give them a successful number. No, that's not what I'm going to give you. I said, it's how you overcome objection and your follow-up with that, right? So a sales cadence. So my wife tells me this. She said, baby, when somebody tells you no, you know when a train is passing by, some people sit at the train tracks and wait for it to pass by, you turn around and you find a different way. If you can't be that salesperson to find a different way, you're gonna, you're gonna cap out at where you want to be at. I'm not even at the place where I want to be at. So objection and rejection and how you navigate those um, two things, is going to be major in your success. Yeah. Well, Rocky, you're 34 years old. You got a long way to go. I right? do. You I got do. Family, you got family. You got multiple businesses. By the way, one of the things that I heard you, you you talk about that we kind of skipped over was the fact that 
there was an actual event that happened in your life with the government job. And instead of making that event something into negative, you, you spun it into motivation, right? Where it's like, right. okay. So like, I think a lot of people listening here need to really also keep in mind that like, when you do sales, it strengthens you for rejection, but you also learn how to handle problems. And you have two choices, right? A problem can come into your life and you could choose to be defeated, right? Or you could choose to say this happened for me versus happened to me, right? And I think many people do this whole concept of this happened to me, right? Not for me, right? And if you look at it, you know, I'm here at CloudTask because I got fired from a job called NetSuite, right? So I could have been a victim and said, oh my God, I got fired. It was so this, that. But I used it to motivate myself to launch a company. And one of the things that my ex-boss said to me was, he goes, Amir, are you really, do you think you're really a salesperson, like a software salesperson? And my response to him wasn't words. It was literally launching CloudTask, helping thousands of people get sales jobs and doing hundreds of millions of dollars of software jobs. So I think, I think a lot of times that sales kind of teaches us like the fact that life is not easy, right? And, and, and we, we find ourselves insulated in other jobs, but where sales really exposes us to like, this is life. You're going to have failure and you're going to have to move and you're going to make changes, um, which is awesome. I'm like, Eddie also started in a call center and now he's here as a co-founder and leader in our company. Uh, Eddie, I didn't mean to cut you off. I knew you got some more questions, I think. No, and, and it's, it's a good comment because I have the same perspective on life that challenges will always be there and they'll be free. You don't have to move a finger. Challenges will come to you. So what do you do about it? Do you just let life happen to you or are you going to take a more proactive approach and make things happen the way you want them to happen and get a grip, take control? You cannot change everything in your life, but you can always change your attitude. And that is the first thing of a salesperson that I see coming through with you, which is I'm not wimpy. I'm not complaining. Sink or swim mentality. What's the challenge? Let me go tackle it head first. Go get her attitude. Now, hearing you speak, the other thing I notice is we started logistics, started in the army, doing my business, working for the government, then had to learn about sales and throughout all of this journey. But it's not like sales is a thing that I learn and I apply once. It seems like sales is all over your life. Every interaction, you're always selling, whether it's going out to dinner, picking a movie or doing a transaction. What do you think about that, Ricky? So great point. And th that's something that I live, I live by, right? Um, I, I say this 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 phrase to to my network group. If you want to go somewhere fast, go alone. You want to go somewhere far, go together. I'm gonna say it one more time for those that may not understand. If you want to go somewhere fast, go alone. If you want to go somewhere far, go together. In business and in sales, if you want to be just a one person army, you're only gonna go somewhere somewhere quick. Like my company, we're scaling right, and our projections. What we're looking at, we 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 went together. So let, let, what does that mean? My business partner, the other half of Freight Grunts, he's a he's active duty army veteran as well. Have worked in the highest point of government at, in the Pentagon and other places all over the country, right? We collectively we came up with the name Freight Grunts, and we saw the need, right? And when we saw that need, we knew that we couldn't do this alone. So together we came up with this idea. Together, we scale our sales team. Together, we reach out. We, we leverage partnerships with companies like you guys, other companies, and that way we scale. So $4.5 million in the first year is, is not an asinine thought when we able to go together, right? So I always tell people and I tell my friends and family, if you think that I'm talking about if I'm going to be a millionaire, multimillionaire, it's not if, it's when. And I'm doing that process of understanding that um, sales is everything. So when I go out to dinner, somebody meet me, they may not like logistics, 
but they may they may be a two-way advocate right they're not understanding but i may not offer them they may not be um interested in anything that i'm talking about but i may be i may be able to draw them to a platform where other buyers and sellers will be able to leverage their sales through freelancers in different parts of the country and then i'm able to connect them with amir and eddie right and and, and other companies like themselves so that allows me and how you able to propel and use your network to be able to do sales and other other facets of life and i'll pause there yeah i have one question i'm going to jump into eddie but but even before that like listening to what you said you can get far together you you, you don't get fat you don't get somewhere alone right can you repeat that one more time just so i get it right so if you want to go somewhere fast go alone you want yeah. to go somewhere far go so, together so this is going to sound a little too deep but i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna do it anyways but if you think about humans in general if we did things alone, we wouldn't even have language. Oh no. Right. Cool. Like, we are like, so, like, so if you look at who we are as a race of, 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 of species, that statement is, has been true from day one. Right. And I think a lot of times people are looking for answers. Like how do I achieve this? But it's always been there and it's been together. Right. That's what makes us special. You know, right. animals, they don't write things down and leave records. They don't advance. Right. We, we share our lives experiences with together. You know, we, made a printing press, right? And we, we made millions of Bibles and and, and, it went, it, and and that went over the world, right? So it's like, if you look at how we've gotten in here, the answers of how to get there are really clear. It's 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 built Absolutely. a team and get there together, um, which is, I met you yesterday and immediately right. we're, on a, we're on a podcast because we've, we have been able to, like-minded people can find each other in the internet immediately and build what is called a network state, right? Exactly. And network states of like-minded people will have more power and influence in the future than countries. Right. It's a fact, right? There's a book called Network State by Bahali, something I can't pronounce his name. I'm going to butcher it. Um, it was a seven hour long podcast with Lex Friedman and I watched every minute of it. Uh, one last question before we come and wrap this up. You know, was there a day when you were starting in sales that you thought about quitting? Um, and then why did you decide to stay if you did have that day? Like, like talk to me about well, like that, right? Because a lot of yes. people listening, they, they, they face that, right? So let me give you, the, let me give you the story that I gave you yesterday. And, 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 let me tell you about, and I know this is going on the world wide web and, and, and all the followers, 30, 50,000 followers. But let me only, the black, only the black web. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> let me, let me give you this, um, let me give you this, 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 this time where I thought about quitting. Let's talk about a year ago. I went through a health storm. I think I told you this, Amir and Eddie. I went through a health storm when I was almost thinking I was going to die, right? I was in the cardiac floor, University of Tennessee Hospital, right? And the doctor, told me that they wanted to take my computer away well i still had shipments that need to be shipments that need to be moved right and the biggest thing that i looked about is that if i gave if i gave up and i was ready to like just fold the table i knew that people wouldn't be paid i knew that different things wouldn't be um completed right and and and, and i was in a state of depression like my health that is reason why you got to go back to some of the things that we have to be thankful for and I go back to this book that I'm reading now, which is Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil, right? The common things that we are thankful for in faith with God is sound mind, health, something that didn't deteriorate your body, and you can actually move, right? So I could have quit last year when I had this health storm. I didn't. I still could quit when I face adversity where there's funding and we're bootstrapping and other things like that. I didn't. So if I'm still here today with breath in my body, with a sound mind, and the health storm didn't deteriorate me right now, I don't have a choice but to quit. I feed families all across the country. So no matter what, me and my business partner feed families that depend on 
our us to fund them to to mm -hmm. pay their paycheck to pay their their medical insurance so i can't give up and i believe that task and that and that role was given to me as a father a husband an entrepreneur and other things so when god gave me those those titles i take that with my i take that with my life and i think as a salesperson you have to find out your why and when you find out your why no matter what i will not fail and i'm a man of faith so if he be for me who can be against me hope that answer your question about the time of i wanted to quit it does because it has a consistent theme of these things happened for me not to me right right so i'm listening to like a pattern right and i think i think what the big thing is that you'll find this mindset of of life is happening for me not to me right and i right. remember watching a podcast and there was a podcast between lex friedman and uh elon musk and then someone else with andrew tate and they said something about like where do you get your fuel from and like where do you get your energy to wake up and they're like they like didn't know how to answer they're like they're like well i don't get it from anywhere i just know there's work to be done and i need to do it right um, right. And I think that that's just, it's, it's a, it's a mentality where, you know, I think you, I think you need to like kind of accept the fact that like, you're lucky to be born, right? Like you're like one out of a trillion sperm cells in an egg. You're lucky to be healthy. You're lucky to be in a, a country with freedom, right? Even if you're right. born in North Korea, in a way you're lucky, right? right? So I think a lot of people listening, like you're probably in a free country, right? If you're listening to this, you probably have internet, right? And instead of saying I'm a victim, right? Start looking at the opposite side, right? I could be born blind and still be lucky. I could be born. To... So I think it's the constant thing I heard in, in what you were saying was just this, this perspective of a growth mindset that I think is, is part of what sales can help you build. Right. And I don't think we know whether or not you're born with it. You can learn it. You can do this. I think it's a combination of everything. And I don't think there's any answer for that. Right. And I don't think anybody listening should ever feel exclusive of this group or say, you know, I don't have this mindset, right? No. So I'm just not a sales guy. I think people need to understand that, you know, if you put all the ingredients together and you come back to the basics of what you said, like, like humans doing things together versus alone, that the ingredients are here, right? Everything we have to make something special in our lives are, are here. Um, this has been awesome. I'm like, I, I would tell you right now that I'm excited to see the uh, people who you help with, with job opportunities. And, and I hope that this podcast is an inspiration to those who are in a call center, or are working in a fast food place and think right. that this is a mean to the end. This is a, this is a, this is a dead end, right? Um, it's not, it's actually just the beginning. Um, Eddie, any more, any questions before we wrap this up and let, and let Rocky get back to helping people? Yeah, I have one last question. Um, first, let me tie back two things that you mentioned going further, um, going together, right? With what Amir mentioned about age age is irrelevant to a point because there is biological age but at the same time going together passing over knowledge over generations technically i could say i'm as old as humanity is because i know about things that happened way before my lifetime i know about dinosaurs i wasn't right. here so there's a biological age and a knowledge age that we accumulate together as society and there's a lot of people in society that are hesitant they're on the fence when it comes to sales they think it's the the uh, snake oil salesperson sleazy pushy but when i meet with leaders that know about sales that embrace sales as part of their life their careers everything they are passionate about it so there's probably a lot of people hearing us out there what would be your best advice to those young um let's say eager hungry minds that we have listening to us right now to um get into sales what do you think they they should consider think do evaluate all right so i'm gonna give it back to you uh i always like asking i always like to answer things in a one or two format right so first um 
are you going to face obstacles with your age? Yes. Let me go ahead and clear that up. Yes, I'm 34 years old. I still get treated a certain way due to my age because in, in this industry, my age has became, it, it, it's looked at like you, don't, you haven't been around enough, right? Okay? So what I would say is, is that don't look at rejection or objection as a barrier. Let me just say that because it's going to come. If we think that the, the, the preconceived notions and prejudice of other people's thoughts is, is going is gonna, to dictate your success, it's, it's not. All right. Also, if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to the young, the, the young hungry lions in the 20s and even before high school, you're the next people to come up. OK, those are the people that you can change and make change. So what I su- what I suggest is go back to that statement that I said, if you want to go somewhere fast, go alone. You want to go somewhere far, go together, scale and build. I, like I told Amir yesterday, I believe and we we're doing we we're doing business. And Eddie, when me and you met, I told you my my goals. Right. And I know we're going to meet these goals together. If you if you're able to be personable and you're able to build with like minded individuals, your goal will be achieved. Don't put a time stamp on that goal. I have to remind myself when I woke up this morning, I told you guys I need this amount of people. These are the people I'm looking for. Right. So if you're hungry and you're out there, read, wake up every day and be disciplined. Is it easy? No, I still have things going on. Be disciplined, build with like minded individuals and don't stop. Don't stop. Do not get, you know, I'm pretty sure that I will not change when I turn 40. I'm 34, okay? I thought I was old. I, to be honest, I, I told, I, I talk like I'm old. But I have to remind myself, and my business partner remind myself, dude, you're nine years, you're nine years younger than me. Like, you, we got a lot, you got a lot more ways to go. So, yeah, stay hungry. Don't think about, and I also want to tell everybody, everybody wants thinks about funding. I think I talked about Amir about that. Is it a is it an issue? Funding is going to be an issue for for myself. Funding is going to be an issue for you guys. If we had millions and and, and billions of dollars, it, okay, cool. But stay hungry, build with like minded individuals, and do good business. I think I'm going to say that again. Do good business as a salesman. Do right by the people that hire you, and you will go places. And always be a student. Don't be a know it all. And I tell myself that I'm always just I'm always, always a be. student. Always yeah. be a student in sales. I'm learning so much. And I think that uh, Danny, shout out to Danny as well, um, over on you guys' team. Agudelo, we're talking about Agudelo, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also Daniela, because when I ask questions about different things that I need for my team, right, they hopped on it so immediate. And then Eddie, when I told you I was flying in and stuff like that, everything happened like that. And that's where young people, when you when you tell people you need help, don't get don't get worried and carried away about titles. So before I before we do wrap up. I do want to say this, Eddie and Amir, we built a partnership. And I think people need to understand that together as we both, as we're scaling and we're multimillionaires, that people need to understand that we're still on the ground floor, hungry with those people that's in their twins. And they're bringing new ideas to us. And we have an open mindset to be able to learn about those new ideas, right? So if you want to come to a reputable company, Freight Grunts, CloudTask, other companies, we are the pinnacle company that's going to make sure that we breed and we house the hungriest of the hungriest salesmen. And I think the nation is going to find that out here in the next soon when we are on the Forbes list. Amen. You said, a, you said a lot there. I'm going to unpack two things that stuck to me. One, if you're doing sales, put yourself in the buyer's shoe. Don't ever try to sell something that you wouldn't buy yourself, right? Absolutely. Number three, build a network of like-minded individuals, right? 
And then in, in, <laughs> in summary, share the love. This is exactly what we're doing. It took us nice. 24 hours to get on a podcast to share this information because what we decided is that we're learning together. I literally said, I said, Rocky, hold your conversation. This should be on a live because we want to share. So it's a kind of like a universe yeah. thing, karma, right? Like if you want to receive information, give information, right? That's right. Um, and by the way, guys, there is an open opportunity in the marketplace to work with Rocky. So if you are looking for a new opportunity, <laughs> get in the marketplace and apply. In general, if you're looking for mentorship and you just want to ask advice, where can people find you? What's the best place for them to connect with you? Definitely. So I'm going to start off with my, my personal Instagram. It's uh, guns, G-U-N-Z, the letter N, lump, L-U-M-P, sums, S-U-M-Z, 357. All right. I have it labeled there where I have a link tree where you can find me. I love to um, connect with people personally. Also, if you want to connect with my brokerage opportunity, you can find us at Freight Grunts. That's F-R-E-I-G-H-T, Grunts, G-R-U-N-T-Z. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, also, I have a team 24-7 that you guys can reach out. All right. We have some of, and I'm not, I'm not speaking on this to be um, bragging, here right now, in logistics, again, I want to thank my business partner. I want to thank my wife, my business partner's wife. I want to thank everybody because we're not only a veteran-owned company, but we're a family-owned business. And my business partner right now um, is serving our country. He's a lieutenant colonel. His wife is a major. Um, so you are you are connecting in our company with not only some of the creme de la creme that the Army has put out as officers. So when you're looking at, when you're coming to an organization, you're not coming to a regular startup. You're coming with some high paid knowledgeable individuals that has done this in the military um so it's not about me it's about my team um so this is for everybody looking freight runs freight grunts um don't look at the numbers of, of our followers look at the knowledge you're gonna get so we do consulting and do everything but amir eddie i'm gonna see you guys in the next two weeks Dude, everybody buys followers man. it's better have real followers right anybody, right right anybody, <laughs> quality yeah. over quantity guys uh, yep. Guys, this is great. I appreciate you being the you're the you're the person, the third. You're the third person on the Transform Life series. Eddie, co-host, appreciate you joining this one too. Uh, Rocky, thank appreciate you again you. for for all the uh, the knowledge, and I, I hope that we can continue to help each other in this little network that we built of people that learn from sales and share the knowledge. Take care, man. Most definitely, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I will be seeing you guys soon. So don't forget, Amir, you got to pick me up from the airport. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I bought a car just to drive to the airport. Where do I go? I don't go anywhere. <laughs> you got uh, I need your personal driver to pick me up if that's okay. That's bad news. All right. Good deal, guys. Hey, guys. tune in to the Transform Sales Podcast again. Thank you, guys, man. And, um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative for you guys having me. You're going to have a good business day. I can tell the motivation. Yeah, the man, I got motivation I'm, too. I'm going to the gym now. I got motivated. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hungry now, so so uh, we need to get on the chat because I'm hungry. I need some uh, more people. So we got yeah. you. So All right, thank you, guys. Right, Rocky, it's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thank you, Eddie. Thanks, Amir.